right, welcome everyone. Another amazing episode of Drink While You Think. We got boxes filled up more than just me and Matthew here today, but I'm your host, Kenji, my co-host, Matthew. Wave, Matthew. Uh, Matthew, do now, we have a now that, it's a now that it's a podcast too, that I need to actually speak. So oh, speak. Okay. I, can, I can tell people. Um, who's our sponsor today, Matthew? Yeah, we still don't have a sponsor. Oh, we don't have a sponsor. Once again. Uh, but if you would like to sponsor as always, just send us beer and then you will That's be you the do. We will drink Definitely. your beer online. And then whatever beer you send us, we'll drink uh, live. And then you will be the sponsor of the episode. It's that simple, folks. It really is that simple. And so here's, here's you know, um, I think we may have a potential sponsor if we treat him right today. Our guest, the one and only Mr. David Emmerman. Howdy, Dave. Hi, everybody. <laughs> How's everybody doing out there? Oh, we're yeah, they're they're doing fantastic. All three people are doing great, or four who are listening. It's going to be amazing. Um, hi, Dave. The way it works, we just kind of told you at the top, but like you got to give us a little quick rundown of who in the hell are you and what are you doing and what are more. Then finish it with more importantly, what are you drinking? So, Dave, tell everybody who who are you and what are you doing. <laughs> um, yeah. So first off, thanks. Thank you guys for having me today. Um, so currently, um, I'm, uh, I'm the head of enterprise for zero in the U S. Um, but in a previous lifetime, which was a couple of years ago, um, I also ran a practice and I ran a practice for, um, uh, close to 20 years, probably 19, um, before we actually ended up selling the practice a couple of years ago. Um, practice was based up in New York. We had, um, had one partner and about 60 staff or so kind of at the height. Um, and we had six locations spread around the New York area running around like crazy, trying to find all the traffic hotspots, trying <laughs> to find all the traffic hotspots. Um, but we did a lot of, um, you know, when I was in practice, I did a lot of virtual CFO work and outsourced accounting work. Um, and we, we had a pretty big tax, tax shop that we we did a fair bit of tax as well and that's where i kind of grew up with it um nice. okay. i was born to the i was born to two accountants so i kind of grew up in the practice before um, we eventually took over my father's practice and he decided to work for us for about 10 years as he migrated up and back from florida so not to have to give a business. yeah not to have to give a plug to another podcast we want people to stay here but like you're saying you're a son of a CPA. Is that correct? I am. Yes. Oh, I've heard there's know. some other somewhere else out there. There's someone else yeah. who, who are sons of CPAs who talk, but I don't know if I'd recommend that one. Yeah, it, it's it's pretty good as long as you can keep the main host on track. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, no, I'm just kidding. Sons of CPA is a great podcast. If you get a chance to check it out. It is great. It is great. What are you drinking, Dave? Yeah, what do you got today? All right. So I... I decided to bust out some some Blantons. Ooh! So I'm doing I'm doing some Blantons rocks. Oh, solid, solid there. All right, Matthew, what are you? Are you going? You going liquor? I know you're not a huge liquor guy, but are you going beer? Um, I'm going beer, but um, I'm going. Um, this is uh Three Taverns, a local brewery, Tango on Ponce. It's a it's a tangerine pit, uh, IPA. So uh, not. I'm not a normal IPA guy, but those of you that have watched before know that I'll drink them if they have the 
the uh, some citrus component. So. Okay, you may like that one. I, I'm a fan of that one. I like I like that that one there. All right, I'm going with the um, the Wicked Weed. He said, "Freak of Nature," one of my awesome. favorite breweries. Wicked Weed out of uh, out of I haven't Asheville, seen North Kakalaka. What kind of beer is the Freak? I haven't seen. I've seen this, Wicked Weed. This guy it. is a punch you in the face double IPA, like eight eight point. 8.5 you know let's just get the weekend going right here so yeah i'll be i'll be doing this cheers gentlemen i think the i think the blends is close to 8.5 <laughs> i'm sure it is i'm sure it is dave oh um kenji's a beer snob he pours his beer in a glass dave if you don't know this about kenji he, he's got a he's got a tulip glass too not only it's a tulip yeah, glass it's he, very uh, He's going to be experiencing the aromatics. Really. He has consistently disappointed me for not um, pouring my beer in a glass to consume it. Okay, Kenji, what do you got on tap for us, man? Um, so, Dave, you're the son of a CPA. And so um, in college, yeah, you you went, I'm sure you went and got an accounting degree, right? That, that was your, that was what you went to college for? Mm-mm. That was a setup. I know. I know nope. that's not true. <laughs> Matthew, but Matthew has not looked. So, okay, let's, I'm going to see if Matthew can first. I'll give Matthew a couple guesses. Dave did not in his undergraduate go accounting. Can you guess what David Emmerman's undergraduate degree was in? Um, I, I want to either say computer science or engineering. Okay. Okay. So that. That's a pretty good guess. Um, I originally went to Northeastern for computer science. I, I thought I saw that on LinkedIn, but, but give the but. But. <laughs> but. but my undergraduate degree is um, is in English, actually. Is in English? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, that would have been way down way down my list. <laughs> Yeah, that, that was an interesting turn there all of a sudden, Dave. Uh, yeah, yeah. So I had a little foyer into thinking I wanted to be a teacher for a little while um, uh-huh. and um, and ended up. So like growing up, being being in a math or mathematical type of family, math always came pretty easy to me. And so I decided to do the complete opposite of that and go into go get a literary type degree, which was probably the most difficult thing I've ever done. Um, and I think what was interesting about it was that as, as I got out of school and went back to school for accounting, it, it was, um, it was the, the literary components that I had learned around how to analyze literature that helped for me to understand what tax code looked like and read constantly and, you know, try and decipher and think critically around um, around what I was reading that probably helped me more um, than ever before. And now I can draft the most eloquent emails. Ever. <laughs> <laughs> I believe that. <laughs> that, that. I can see that. My, my wife has a degree in English and yeah, you don't ever want to get into a, um, a discussion that you need to win if it's happening over email. Um, it's going to be eloquent and well-spoken. And I just sound like a, you know, case. Well, and you're going to misplace a comma and lose the argument accidentally. So, yeah. Oh, interesting, Dave. And that was the interesting, that was the, even the more interesting part was I was so heavy on the critical thinking piece. I mean, like my grammar was total shit. 
Oh. So when, nice. when apps like Grammarly came along, that was the best thing that ever happened. Ever happened to you? Nice. Interesting. Okay. I, I don't think I've ever heard that before of uh, a lit degree helping with the tax code, um, being able to help that. But it's. Oh, no. My writing, my critical writing classes, like from high school and college, were the, one of the best things for when I like made manager and partner I had to write one page memos on technical memos. I was like, Oh yeah. I was like going straight back to those courses because so much of it on the audit side, at least when you get into the technical issue, it's all about reading and then summarizing and crafting that point really tightly. So yeah. I, I agree with Dave. Like I was, that was really helping me more than I was so glad I had taken a couple of the writing courses I did in college. So It actually even, it helped a lot when dealing with, um, with looking at acquisitions and how we were trying to position things as we were growing, because any of the legal stuff that was coming through, like I was breezing through that stuff and could pick out the legalese a lot easier. Um, and even now in the role that I'm in now, like I deal with that stuff constantly. So yeah. um, it's, it's amazing how that degree, although you would think it was like the dead poet society happening up in New Hampshire. Um, <laughs> It actually was, it was pretty beneficial. Um, and it, it was amazing. I had some great professors that were just, um, that were so smart about how they were thinking about literature and, and how they would dissect things that it, it was a great experience to go through. But, but do you, do you still, I mean, do you occasionally stand up on your desk and, and recite and passionately quote like, tax code, you know, just like it's poetry, like it was in Dead Poet Society. Is that how you kind of, you know? No, I do get up on the desk, but um, <laughs> the tax code piece has since left. <laughs> hey, where did you get up and throw did the you, Did you end up getting your degree at Northeastern or did you go somewhere else to finish? No, I ended up finishing up at uh, Keene State up in New Hampshire. Awesome. And then, um, and then I went, I went back for accounting um, I went to um, CW Post in Long Island, so Long Island University. Cool. Man. So, I, okay, I, I, so, so, we, oh, you, okay. so this is a random crossover in our lives. My wife is from Post, Texas, which CW Post founded. So Really? Yeah. It's, and 4,000 people are from Post, Texas, so how random that is. <laughs> wow, world's colliding right here from Long Island right to... Texas um, CW post connection right there. Me and Dave. Wait, yep. wait real quick. Like, because we went there, like who's CW post post toasties post like post cereal. Oh, post post? cereal. Okay. That's oh, oh, okay. Interesting. I didn't know now that. we're educating. We're schooling Kenji here, Dave. Well, I, don't, well, I don't know. I mean, sorry. My, my breakfast cereal game. I got to up that a little bit. Sorry about that. Awesome. Um, so CW Post is located kind of in that Gold Coast area, so that's where that's where that would make sense that that's where Post was. Hmm. Okay. Um, so no, like I thought you were like a book nerd or something. Are you are not just like you know, reading tons of? I mean, do, do you have? Are you um, still? Are you, that, you still have that kind of a passion for books and literature? Is it now? Nah, it was an interesting side thing you did in college. So it goes in spurts. So I will pick up reading and read a whole bunch. Um, but it, what I've noticed is like the taste of what I like to read has yeah. totally changed. Right. And this is going to make me feel older than I, I probably want to feel, but like, 
you know, real, real fiction, like real accounts of stuff that's been happening in the world. Yeah. Um, like that stuff really actually seems to resonate a little bit more with what I want to, what I want to read. Um, less of the literary James Joyce type stuff that, that didn't, that didn't quite sit as well. Well, you know, maybe not quite the romantic that you were when you were young in college. That's okay, Dave, we all have to grow up and, you know, and get real accounting jobs sometimes. So that's okay. Okay. Um, so, okay. See, so you're rocking the zero shirt. We need to settle this once and for all. Why should people never use QuickBooks and only use zero? Let's make sure people know exactly why. So, okay. Because they won't solicit your employees. Huh, did you see that this week? No. Someone had their employees solicited by QuickBooks. Uh, because uh, Zero has a support team that answers the call with a human. Um, I could do this better than you probably, Dave, uh, because <laughs> cause I can be real and you have to be politically correct. <laughs> Why, Dave? What What, oh, yeah, what, yeah. what, what else? Um, but, but then, no, seriously, they took like, they stole some, I mean, what, for QuickBooks Live or something or for what? They sent recruitment literature to somebody's like, to the firm, to the employees, but to the firm's address. So Intuit sent, hey, be a QuickBooks like bookkeeper. It'd be like if we got in our box things for everybody, like letters to each of our employees from Intuit trying to recruit them to be in QuickBooks Live. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, that, that's not exactly the the human thing to do. If that's you know, if it's the partners that you're working with, um, it's a true th- it's a true thing that happened this week. Sorry, that was just this week. Um, that's just fresh. So, yeah, I, I think you know, I think when you look at when you look at the market and how SaaS companies kind of work, and you guys know this really well, given a lot of your clients were are in that space. You know, there, there's a couple of different pathways that people can take if they're taking a, a dual kind of approach where they're approaching the market from a direct to consumer perspective and they're and they're also approaching the market at through a partner channel at some point they've got to choose what that path is going to look like and you know zero's clearly chosen the accounting professional as that primary um, as that primary channel we do have a direct channel um, but internally we talk repeat like constantly about like Okay, how do we how do we leverage the direct channel for our, our accountants, bookkeepers? Um, you know, and I think that's one thing that that that's front and center, and that's that's a part of everybody's um, DNA here at Zero. And I think that's a part that's a huge part as to why you'd want to make that choice day in day out. You know, all the other stuff, um, you know, open APIs and and the ability to build into the application and the support you get around that, like that's that, you know, at some point that'll become at parity with other, other folks. Um, it comes down to the people. Yeah. Yeah. So it sounds like, okay, you're, you're, you're going to get the accountant channel is much more important and partnerships are much more important to zero. They also don't go and try to steal and hire your employees. And I just like the color blue more than green. That's kind of my, I mean, I, you know, I, I don't go in as much depth as you and Matthew do, but that's, I, I just, I think well, it's nicer. 
Well, if you step back at at the 50,000 foot view, I think there's a huge philosophical difference, right? Like uh, Zero wants to work with people and QuickBooks wants to do everything themselves optimally. Like QuickBooks' preference is that everything would be in-house. They would be their bank. They would be their merchant processor. They would be their payroll provider. They would be their accountant. They would be everything. And Zero would say, we're going to be your GL. And then we're going to partner with all the great people that do everything else to have a better ecosystem. And it's a big, different philosophical thing that influences getting letters at your office for your employees to get solicited to go work there. So, I mean, that's the that's the underlying thing, I think. And this, ladies and gentlemen, is why Matthew May, I'm not sure if I'm breaking news or not supposed to, like, is, you know, as a new member of XPAC, Right. Listen to him carrying the banner there. Listen to him. I mean, you just like you. I mean, this man really he he loves Zurel. I mean, that we're just gonna go ahead and use that as a soundbite and give that to the folks at Zero to use. I mean, come on. I, I was just I'm speaking truth. So. <laughs> yeah, it was it. So we were all on XPAC, which is the irony. Yeah. I got kicked off um because I I was I became an ambassador. And- oh, is that the reason why, Dave? I just want to make sure. Is that the- I just want to show you there wasn't anything else nefarious that happened or not okay. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> um, but, you know, it, it's interesting because XPAC is the type of, you know, type of thing that, that kind of personifies what we were just talking about, right? Bringing people in and, and the XPAC environment is designed so that and for, for those of you out there that don't know what it is, it's, it's Zero's Partner Advisory Committee. Um, it's designed to bring folks in to get a raw, a raw download of what the partner's perspective is of the application and, you know, and, and doing something about it, right? And that's, that's the biggest piece to it. Um, you know, and there, there's varying, like, influencing roadmaps and moving a a large ship is difficult, but, um, but XPAC is one of those things that's kind of reigned true throughout the years is something that, um, that's of value to folks. And it's interesting because they, when you you cross over, when I crossed over the line and I started learning more about, you know, internal teams that want to be at those events, like they want to be there to learn from the partners because they don't have direct connections like, like, like a sales team would have to, to partners um, and, and, you know, we're a good voice for that, but we're not always the best voice. We're usually not the best voice. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I, it, it's, we've been on a number of different um, partner advisory councils or partner things. I mean, I, I'll say it very clearly. I've said it to other partners being on XPAC was by far the best experience working with, in a partner program by far. It's just well thought out. It's a great community. It's a lasting community, one that we keep up with still all the time, maybe sometimes too much based on how, yeah, I think David, we said how much often our text messages blow up from XPAC, current or previous XPAC members. But um, yeah, it's a it's a great community and Zero is incredible putting that together and a lot of deep relationships with folks at Zero. So um, it's exciting, Matthew. You're gonna have a good time. Just try to behave. I'm yourself. looking forward to it. I yeah, try to behave like, yourself. So. I just got to do the high everybody meeting so far, so I haven't I haven't dug in. So my first meeting is January. That's when I you didn't scare him off yet. Uh, no, I wasn't the one that scared him off. There's other people that scared him off, probably not one. But uh, 
Was it a son of a CPA that scared him off? A Southern? Yeah. A son a southern of a CPA. Yeah, a, a son of a CPA. No, no, he wasn't there. So. That's true. They've already they, they've already um, set the bar, so you, you should be okay there. No, Scarano and Lee both missed the first one that I was. Yeah, well, on. and I and and listen, I had Ackerman in mind too, so he was in my class as well. So we had all the um, as it went. But with that, without Scarano and Lee, you know, it was, it was a lot. A lot pretty tame. There was, there was pretty tame. Not not a whole lot of mixing it up yet. So okay, but uh, yeah. So Tony and Ben got it easy the first one. So. Okay. Um, I'm going to kick it over to a little theoretical question uh, for you both. Um, okay, you you go and raise 110 million dollars. Ah, for zero, that's not a big deal. But like, let's just say you're a you know decent size, 110 million dollars, and you you're you got to go spend it. Um, I guess you could go create a crazy accountant movie studio if you wanted to, if you're Flowcast. Um, what other like weird, crazy shit, like would you kind of marketing would you do if someone just gave you, you know, $110 million? I mean, that was, you guys saw this, right? I saw the trailer. I haven't That's seen all that. they have so far, but it's apparently like. Going to be a episodes. It looks like it's half the office crew. Except, well, that's, what except happens when you, that's what happens when you're based in the LA area. I mean, that kind of makes sense. Uh, you probably have a couple studios open and free, free for uh, for use there. But that's a good point. That's a good point. So, how would we frivolously spend yeah. DC? Money what would be the thing we in a, yeah. if we were in a software startup or we're like doing something crazy? So go for like an accounting tech company, right? I mean, all of us know like Dave works in one now. We work we work with them. Um, I don't know. Let's say you get an accounting tech company, Matthew. What what's gonna be like, okay, the craziest, weirdest, biggest splash you want to make with 110 million? You mean besides an all expense paid trip to Bora Bora? <laughs> oh, I was like, yeah. like the, yeah, you all you don't have to look past expensify for this. I was gonna say <laughs> like a, a Super Bowl ad where you're like two chains, like two, two chains, and yeah, and then like or an all expense. Trip, pay trip to Bora Bora that we pass on and give to Sammy. Oh man, that was dumb. Uh, you guys uh, passed on that trip? Oh man, we no, we no. we we sent Sammy. It was it was one of our other team member. Yeah, it was. Uh, I think I know mine. I think. Um, what about what about um, you? You go and you send. Oh, um, I know what I do. I know. I'm I know out. I'm still going. What are you interrupting me for? God, it's terrible. Oh. You, you sound like the sons of CPAs here, Matthew. We're more professional than that. Okay, go ahead. Um, I I'm going for I, I'm gonna put somebody on one of Elon's rockets, just like Michael um, Strahan did. We're gonna send the first accountant to space. We're gonna like do some kind of raffle, and we're gonna send the first accountant to space, sponsored by Acuity or some crazy thing like that, right? And get a bunch of headlines, and you know, we'll be like Elon Musk and and Bezos and all that. There we go. That's mine. Naming rights for an NFL stadium. <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm doing. It's going to be a um, QD stadium instead of Mercedes. I mean, it's like, are you going to a QD today? Yeah, let's, let's go to the Acuity. I don't That'd want that. Our, oh, I our football team hasn't won in two years. I, that, that would just he, kill me. He, he, he's an NFL team, not That's the Falcons. I didn't say <laughs> and I didn't say Acuity would do that. You said if I was an accounting tech company. I know, I know. I'm just saying if I was you, thinking if I, I like 
like I'm trying to get into um, Barrett's head here and be like, I want to see Expensify Stadium somewhere. <laughs> okay. That that wouldn't be the craziest thing they've ever done. It's coming. That's the old Raiders Stadium. Um, I'm thinking like you, you throw a massive party on a massive yacht at your user convention. And the winner of set of set contest, whatever the hell the contest looks like, yeah, on that boat, like gets to move their gets to move their office into that boat for a year, <laughs> travel around, tax free, tax free in international waters. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, the prize is donated once they pass fifty miles out. That that's that's actually yeah. Council like, wait a minute. I can I can go yeah in international waters and not have to pay. Oh that that oh, oh buy an island. We can people buy. You mean like you mean like that concert? What was it? Fry? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. The um, a fire, 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 festival. fire festival. Fire festival. Fire festival. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Festival. We could we could buy an island. That's a that's a. I, by the I, uh, fire festival island and try to rehab it like okay we're <laughs> but in which jurisdiction <laughs> that's true that's there'd no, be a lot it of would be in our jurisdiction we would buy the island we would make our own country that would be oh, my start creating your own tax code and oh yeah you like just yeah, like you could base the you could base the currency purely on some sort of cryptocurrency Oh yeah. Purely. Well, I would create a cryptocurrency. Cryptocurrency or no seashells, like number of seashells. You can go crazy. Proceeds. Yeah, it'd be. Yeah. You can do it like yeah, get them almost be like a Lord of the Flies mash up with some kind of crazy crypto thing. It'd be it'd be great. You could do okay. ooh, a reality you can, you can reality TV on their on their yacht that that are that they just want in. Oh my gosh! I, I feel like we just it could be like the taxi yacht. <laughs> I, I hope we just spoke some of these into existence for some of the new people right, right. Get, raising a bunch of money. It's going to be, it's all going to start with Dave's yacht. That's where it's going to be all unveiled. Um, and then the corporate sponsorship at the super, at the super bowl will be in Matthew's uh, new stadium. And we'll send people up into space as part of a reality TV show that maybe starts on an Island that's owned. You just, there's, oh, you, there's, can, you can launch the, you could launch your thing from our Island. Right. No, no. Okay. Here we go. Let's try it all in there. Yeah. Can you try it all in? Yeah. Here we go. So on in one of the coastal cities, we name the rights of a stadium that then the yacht picks everybody up for to take them to the island to shoot off the rocket. And we're done. There we go. That should easily blow 110 million. I think we can get (laughs) there. We could blow the... We could blow the whole wad right there. (laughs) And this is why people tune in. Or we could just build some cool AI to do something. Yeah, may, yeah, you know, okay, maybe. It sounds a little too practical, but oh, it's, yeah, uh, it's why would you do that? So, I mean, these are the important topics and things we get into on Drink Why You Think. This is why the listenership is up to 35 people. It's really, this is this is the hard, hard-hitting. hard This is probably why someone like Zero would love to sponsor this. I, I feel like the, the VCs are already commenting once we've gotten to this point in the show. <laughs> They're already commenting on, on They are. Asking for Asking for addresses and phone numbers. This is where all the emojis of the thumbs up start going right at that right at that point back there, and like fire yeah, all those things. Everyone's really oh, this cool. is the the five star rating on the podcast too. It is. That's this awesome. is gonna be this is gonna be big. Awesome. Um, what else right. you got? One more question, then we'll then we'll rate our drinks. Um, so, okay, if I remember right, about head of enterprise at zero, you got to be in the top what top. 
top a thousand firms, something like that, or ten thousand firms, or was it? Is it three hundred? Three hundred. Three top three hundred. Okay. Top three hundred CPA firms. CPA yeah. firms. CPA firm. What does that break down to? Like, where is that like from a revenue perspective? Like, what do you got to be over? So the top four hundred. Um, so we don't. We're we're top three hundred, but top four hundred comes down to about about twenty million, maybe twenty five million in revenue. Okay. Um, Top three hundreds probably forty to forty five forty five million. Man, oh, that's different we, than the number I thought. We got some work to do, Matthew. We oh, got, I, I, I was, the real number. Come on. No, I thought I thought <laughs> it you're going to give us a real number. Hold on, Nate. You give a real number. I think you're thinking top two hundred, dude. At the, at the oh yeah no no I'm sorry yeah you're right you're right yeah top three hundred is coming down to that okay. top three hundred is like twenty right twenty million yeah. Okay. Yeah. But top 400 is like seven or eight, right? Yeah. Yep. So, okay. Oh. To, to, you know, make, apply to be on the list and maintain that status. So, if we keep going, maybe, maybe in a couple of years, we'll be in. We have range. to, we have to also submit to accounting today our numbers if we want to do that. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Or um, that seems like a lot of work. And be a real CPA firm, which we're actually not. No, I don't know. I think no, if we no, submit no, our no, numbers, just, they'd be fine. Oh, you no. can be? Yep. Yeah, okay. because there's even um, there's companies like the Siegfried Group that's on there. Okay, yeah. I'm familiar with with them, but they they do um, they do placement of accounting teams, and they're actually pretty high up on that list. Okay. Okay. Well, yeah. maybe maybe we got a shot. Oh, we got a shot at the top four hundred. We're 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 top four hundred now. If we wanted to be, like if we submitted this, maybe stuff. if Dave just adds a couple more team members and then he has the bandwidth to go down to the top four hundred, we'll be in you know Dave's universe, which you know is is I don't know. We'll see. Well, I, I kind of like it as being an aspirational thing for us. Plus, oh, I yeah. kind of like our account rep better than Dave. <laughs> oh, Sophia! Fair. Sophia's got yeah. That's fair. She's she's great. She's pretty good. Yeah. But then again, we, we aspirationally if. If we get beyond that, we go to Dave. Oh, but I wouldn't have to deal with Dave. I would have to deal with somebody that worked with Dave. Be so rich. Yeah. So, okay. There's, it's all and good. That would thing. make it full circle. Yeah. Full circle. Go full circle. It's all good things. Okay. So we can go that way. All right. Well, you know, that's what people need to understand. If you'd like to spend, um, actually, that's one way that you get to spend more time with Dave Emmerman is just you got to grow your firm to get it to a size where, you know, you can be labeled enterprise. That's one way. I think the other way is I've been thinking about, and maybe it's talking about these crazy ideas, but everybody's got a show these days. Sons of CPAs, whoever else. Us, you need to show. And I think it's not very creative in my head, but like, why not late night with Dave Emmerman? Just like a spiff off, off of Letterman. And because I've, frankly, been in lots of situations where there's been late night with David Emmerman. Um, I, that, I'm sure that's confirmed. <laughs> Or that, or that should be something recorded. Um, it's okay um, to be recorded. It's just not confirmed. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that, that it's your not have been there for some of those uh, <laughs> nights. <laughs> Matthew, welcome to Expat. Get ready. Get ready. Um, this is where yeah you've 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 started entering that the late night with Dave's own because that's, a, that's I've a, been to I've been to a couple. casino late at night with Dave. I, I remember that. I don't Only even remember once? what city we were in. Um, what city were we in when we went? Oh, we were in Boston. Boston? Okay. Who knew there was even a casino in Boston? I did I not. But I thought the closest one was in Connecticut. So 
When we oh. said we're going there, I'm like, this is a bit of a ride. Who found that one? Then? I think that was Dave. That was Dave. Who who did find it? <laughs> it, it was that was post was that that was post a Red Sox game too, wasn't it? Weren't we? It was, yeah. yeah. It was right after Red Sox game. It was it was during a count tax. Yeah, it was count tax, uh, Red Sox game. Boston, then, that's what it was. Yeah. Yeah. So I would encourage I, I everybody listening to come to I might have been involved with this. It, it's probably true, but I would say that that's that's another way is uh Go to accounting conferences, look for late night shenanigans and fun, and, and you'll also get a chance to work with Dave Emmerman, even if you're not in an enterprise group. That's how I, that's, that's my hack. That's my way. I think we should start really plugging ZeroCon New Orleans, May. Like, I think we, I think that's the next thing. And I think we should all go there. Everybody should get everybody, and we should all the great people. I don't go understand to, how people are not going to go to ZeroCon. New Orleans. That's going to be just it's going May, to be May yeah. 2022, everybody. So, what's the date? I believe it's uh, the 20 the 20 something, right? Yeah, near the end of the month. It I think is. it's the 25th, 24th, okay. 25th, or 25th, 26th. 25th, 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 26th of, of May. So we're going to be there. Dave's going to be there. I'm definitely going to be there. Yeah. Dude, I hope all of our friends come out because I miss them and uh, want to see them in person. And hopefully everybody listening. Like, That's the best. That is, that is the best. I want to meet some new people too. We said it before to everybody. We've said it many times on this podcast. That is the best conference out there. Hands down is ZeroCon. It's our favorite. Our favorite. Our favorite. our favorite by far. Best so, accounting conference out there. So. Emerging from this craziness in New Orleans, I, I mean, just it's going to be a thing. So, yes, hopefully we don't lose anybody, and everything will be a lot of fun. But, but yeah, I think that's probably something that people should. Everybody should plan on going, but I think also people should probably plan on, uh, depending on how many. I'm going to set it like if you may, you should bring all your team or many of your team members, but probably you'll lose 10 to 20% of them. You're going to lose them. I mean, they're going to, they're going to, they may or may not come back. From they may not. They're going to fall off. It's going to be pretty bad. They may not. Well, okay. I, New Orleans is just such a cool place to go and visit anyways, that, you know, it's, yeah. it'll be, you know, and I don't know if you guys have attended conferences there, but you go to the conference center, it's down by the water. You leave the conference center and everybody just kind of disperses, but you all you find all of them on Bourbon Street at some point. Yes, so, you do. Yes, uh, you do. It's a, it's a fun experience, and you know, ZeroCon being down there, you know, it's it's just a great city to be um, to be able to go back to that kind of community feeling. That yeah, we need to. Um, yeah, we need to get like Lazanus to put out to all of his people, like all of you guys in Future Firm come here, and then stats with all his people, like all of you people come here. Like if we got all stats and Lazanus's people and all these like you coming. I, like, I think, I think, I, I, think I think we have a good group coming on top of the normal, uh, on top of the regulars. So I, I think it'll be a good, yeah, it'll be a good crew out there. I have, I have a good, I have a good feeling uh, for this. And plus I think we just need to get the queen of New Orleans, you know, ambassador Amanda Aguilar, just to kind of, you know, lead, Lead the parade, just like people from New Orleans do. Oh. Lead the parade through, and like that's listen. She'll 
Dude, instead of All a pub crawl, we should do a freaking parade. Like we did that pub crawl <laughs> when we came to Atlanta. We should do a parade. We could pull that off, dude. We can burn through this. This 110 million, we can burn through quickly. We, we can burn through this. Mardi Gras parade sponsor. <laughs> Expensify sponsors Mardi Gras parade. That could totally happen. All right, well, let's land is, this. Uh, is Dave Barrett giving away a, a Tesla at, 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 at ZeroCon too? So. I don't know. I don't know. The I, what I last heard was that the sponsorship boots were almost all taken up. So um, pretty pretty exciting. I mean, it's you know, and they're looking at hopefully well over a thousand people attending this year. So I hope so. That'll be, be fun. That'll be awesome. And only two thirds of those are zeros. Um, I'm just a thousand partners plus plus zero people. And nice. you know, in years past, there was always a you know the people that the people that work at zero beg, borrow, and steal to be at the event. That's how. That's it's not just a matter of like the accounting partners that want to be there. Like the people that work there really want to be there, um, and they they're working the whole time. So yeah. that's the kind of that's the kind of FOMO that kind of you know gets built around ZeroCon. So FOMO. Now you're talking Kenji language. My language. King, is King of FOMO. FOMO. King of FOMO right here. So having it or creating it, oh, it both, it. but I have it. I have it more than I, I create it, but yeah, I'm, I'm just in the world of FOMO. Don't, don't tell me about something fun that everyone's doing. And if I've got a conflict, I've got a real internal struggle. It's gonna, yeah, it's brutal. I feel like I've seen this in action. You have like seen this play out. Actually. <laughs> You've been there for this. You, you will be there for this in the future. It's a real thing for me. So I'm glad to hear that at least other folks at zero feel the same the way I do. Yeah, you have. You have. You have. Sounds good. Okay. Well, let's rate some, let's rate some drinks. I've got, um, let me pull it up here again. Come on, people follow Matthew and I on untapped. Um, I'm giving freak of nature. I'm giving it a 4.25. I enjoyed it quite a bit. Could be the high ABV on this, but Hey, I liked it. Good, solid IPA for my favorite, one of my favorite breweries. It'll go 4.25. Matthew, remind me again. What, oh, you're drinking the um, Tango on 100 IBU beer. No kidding. No kidding. It, it's, yeah, yeah. The IBUs are high on that one. Um, Tango on, on, uh, um, The here. Tango on Ponce is a 7.5. It's a Tangerine IPA. I'm going to go 4.25 as well. What? Whoa. I, I was like, Why not? that's about as high as I get for an IPA. So that's, that's as high. I'm a, I'm a stout and porter drinker. Uh, uh, Dave, that so is like, as high as you get there. A, so that's like a five for me for an IPA. But, but Dave, what about that? What about <laughs> now, that? Now I know what to go look for when I hit up the brewery later on. Yeah, Dave. What? What now, about that? That Blanton like stout with on coffee. The rocks. What do you let Dave rate his? Is bland, good old solid um, Blanton's rocks. I so I would give it a really solid four mm-hmm. for a bourbon, if yep. not be slightly higher. Um, you know, it, it's, it's, it's better than what I would go to normally. Yep. But, and I just, I brought it out for the special occasion of being on today. So, oh. but yeah. yeah, I'd give it at least a four. Awesome. We are, we are honored. Um, and, and uh, we will definitely be planning on uh, sharing drinks with you in new orleans i have a feeling we'll be sharing a few rounds of drinks even before may gets here that's kind of our current plan but um we appreciate you coming on sir uh, as always cheers everybody (laughs) 
Cheers, everyone. Thanks for tuning in. Cheers. And uh, we'll catch you next time. Cheers.